0: folks. Well, we are live here this Saturday, so I'm excited uh, to announce on this uh, youth chat here. I have a special guest here, uh, Theo Ryan. I'm excited. I'm excited to uh, hear his heart uh, for you guys, for you viewers, youth pastors, young adults, uh, maybe uh, volunteers in the church in this generation. Uh, So uh, I'm not going to do all the talking. I want to let Theo uh, introduce himself and uh, let him uh, have an opportunity to let him know what, uh, what he does, man. So go ahead, Theo, uh, take it away. Yes, well, first off, I'm um, really thankful for Pastor Brian reaching out, and I think, um, you know,
1: it's been one of the great kind of things of this season of life is the fact that we can connect in the ways that we can and, um, you know, connect far beyond, I think, where we were at even before. So um, from Arizona, far away from uh, from the Northeast, but um, you know, really cool to see kind of the way that, that the church is connecting uh, in the season. So excited about it. But yeah, uh, from Arizona um, and from kind of the Phoenix area, which we're currently driving up to Punaskit, where it is the cool, cool uh, temperature of 90 degrees. Um, so we're excited about that. In yeah. Phoenix, it's like 115. Oh, wow. Um, so, uh, yep, yep, it gets that hot on this planet. And uh, right <laughs> but um but yeah so been here for about uh at the church that I'm currently in high school pastor been here for about a year now um there's our middle school pastor pastor Nathan just give him a quick shout out um but uh yeah so been there for about a year and yeah and um really uh really just excited kind of about even over this last
0: year getting to to build relationships awesome man So, cool, man. So, uh, looks like you're a Phoenix Suns fan. I might have lost you there. Yeah, I'm stepping into a new season. We're excited to really catch uh, some new exciting stuff in the ministry. I'm excited, just got married not that long ago. Uh, it's, It's really great. Awesome, man. Good deal. So, are you a Phoenix Suns fan too? Good news for you guys. How you made the playoffs. Huge, huge Phoenix Suns fan. Literally wearing the shirt right now. So, uh,
1: wow. yeah, definitely, definitely excited about the Suns. <laughs> We've been terrible for far
0: too long, so. <laughs> awesome, man. So, uh, cool. And uh, there you have it, folks. There's a little bit about uh, Theo. And, uh, yeah, we're just going to jump right into it, see what he has to say. And uh, I- I'm pretty sure you guys won't be disappointed today. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm praying that you guys would be encouraged as well. So uh, anyway, Theo, what, uh, what are you learning uh, during this time? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, for one, um, just learning,
1: how, like all of us, you know, kind of the, the areas that, that we need to grow and strengthen in, in our ministry. And so uh, I know for us, kind of figuring out how to do online church and mm. how that works and what it looks like and um, kind of figuring out you know, even I think um, how to use the platforms that we already had um, in our our lives to their fullest potential. Um, So, you know, that was kind of the the first probably, I'd say three months is figuring out how do we network online, build relationships online, do all of those things. And so now as we're coming back, so here in Arizona, I'm sure, you know, much different to, to where you guys are at up there. Um, but we're slowly kind of starting to integrate back into in-person services and so yes. uh, the big thing that we're, we're really trying to um, make sure that we have down is how we can take everything from this last season that we were in and bring it into the new season to be better um because i think that you can look at you know what what the current pandemic that we're in and, and kind of the state of life mm-hmm. and count it as a loss or a struggle or a wash, or whatever you want to say, but I'm under the assumption that um, you know the church, just like Scripture says, the Lord works everything for the good of those that love Him. And I'm under the assumption that we can take this last season, learn from it, and be better for it. And so, um, you know, practically for us, uh, we're trying to stream our services online still, um, trying to like continue to put out online content, maybe kind of widen our reach a little bit more than, than it was before. And I think all of that stuff. Um, for us has been uh, really kind of the big place that we're trying to think through is how can we keep a positive outlook especially as leaders how can we keep a positive outlook um, in kind of a season that maybe other people would be frustrated or disappointed or, or sad about so I think that's been a big thing and again to commend you pastor Brian for you know reaching out and, and connecting and uh, you know engaging people in, in different spaces and walks because I think that's a massive thing that, that I've learned It's kind of funny because you know we're all on social media. Mm-hmm. But I had a pastor talking to me not that long ago and he was like, you need to be using social media for social purposes and meaning you need to reach out to people and, and talk mm-hmm. to people. So there's been pastors like yourself or others that I've connected with that I just wasn't connected to before mm-hmm. uh, that through this kind of pandemic and season of life where everybody's in their home, I'm just sending out simple DMs or texts or whatever and say, hey, like, let's talk and learn and, and, and grow together and do this thing together. Um, so I think all that to say relationships have been really the big thing that, that I've learned and, um, as hard as they are and how as intentional we have to be mm-hmm. to, to grow them. I think that's been kind of in this season, the big thing I've been trying to capitalize on is how we can use, whether it be social media, um, zoom, like a moment like this, or these other platforms that, that are all at our fingertips, how we can use them to their
0: fullest potential to kind of encourage us yeah. and encourage the, the church and the body to be built up. Awesome man, that's uh, that's a good word uh, right there. Folks. So you get to see, uh, you know, what we're both learning. You know, we're we're uh, navigating uh, through COVID here, uh, folks, and uh, you know we're not alone. We need each other, and uh, we need to build relationships and other youth pastors or volunteers or young adults. And I'm just thankful for my brother and what he's doing in Arizona, and uh, making a connection. Because uh, we do need each other, you know, like you yeah. said, you know, all things, you know, all things work together for the good. Uh, you know, so I just want to reiterate that verse uh, for you guys uh, yeah. as well. So now we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, some wins and some losses uh, that you experienced during this season. Uh, you yep. know, probably, probably, you know, uh, you know, you know, losses, probably, you know, um, not meeting in person, probably. But anyway, I'm going to let Theo take it away here. Yeah. Yeah, I think,
1: I think that would be the big thing is, you know, we really realized um, how we didn't have the relationships as leaders, I should say. So all of our volunteer leaders and, you know, the other leaders in the church, we didn't have the relationships with our students that I think we mm-hmm. had, um, and those relationships, I think, were pretty contingent on meeting in person. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, that's been kind of the big thing. So there's a... a I don't know if you call it a system or a program or whatever, but uh, we kind of implemented to try to improve upon that. So that was kind of a massive loss, but um, implemented this system that we call an acronym. Um, so it's text. So you text we each, each leader has five students. So they have five students they are kind of teaching. So text a student every week, um, encourage a student in what the Lord's doing in their life. Um, uh, attend some sort of event. So, in this season, just hop on, you know, attend a coffee meeting or whatever with them. Uh, connect, so connect them to other students so they can build relationships. And then, ultimately, the last one, and this is where we had to kind of stretch the acronym a little bit harvest. So, you know, where we're, uh, Christ talks about the harvest is plentiful, the believers are few. And so, pray for your students um, each week. So, basically, what we do is we've kind of had them. Um, fill out this form of how they're implementing teach in five students lives um, each and every week and the goal is really to kind of see you know this area of relationships has been lacking and trying to improve that kind of throughout this season and how we can actually make that On kind of that is just the intentionality
0: of, of the relationships that we're, we're trying to build um, yeah. through the, through the youth group and through the ministry. There you have it. Uh, there you have it folks is uh, there's a great way that you can be creative right there and take uh, for example, what Theo's doing him and his ministry, you know, praying for kids, you know, having those five, uh, five things uh, you know, that you can pray, that you can reach out that you can text. And that'll go a long, long way uh, in the long run because, you know, students right now need uh, one another, but also, too, they need uh, influence, they need role models, but they need people uh, in their corner uh, to show them that they uh, care, uh, they're appreciated. They need to be validated, uh, validated, excuse me, uh, right now more than ever. Uh, so that's a great tool. I thank you, uh, Theo, for uh, sharing that. That's a great word. I think that's great wisdom uh, for us as viewers, really, to just really, that's something practical that we all can do. Uh, and if you're not doing it, uh, I would encourage you to, you know, think about maybe if you don't have a large ministry, maybe it could be two, two or three daily. Be like, hey, how can I uh, reach out to this individual? How can I encourage so and so? Uh, today. So that's, that's uh, great, great words uh, of wisdom for us. So I appreciate you sharing that uh, for us there. And now this is the million dollar question that we always, uh, always got to go to is uh, ministry, uh, ministry moving forward. How do you see that maybe for yourself or just in general? Some technical difficulty that we have. We'll be right back. There we go. Now we're right back, folks. Sorry about the technical difficulty. Sorry about that. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, I don't know if you heard my question there, but uh, uh, the million-dollar question is ministry uh, moving forward. How do you see that uh, for, uh, for youth ministry or just in the long run? you got me? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, we're back, we're back on. Did you hear, did you hear my question? Yes, moving forward. Yeah, Um, you're moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, um, I think the the two things,
1: one, you know, like I said, relationships. Yeah. Um, But I think, two, the the big thing is just kind of watching uh, the state of kind of the way that students understand the group, and I think that's a, a big heart that we've we've had as of late is, you know, how can we help our students uh, have good hermeneutics or just an ability to read the Bible and know what it's talking about? Because I think there's a lot of people that, that look through scripture and they'll read a passage and be like, well, this is, I don't agree with this. And just kind of run the whole thing out. But it's like, really what it comes down to is, is people don't understand why scripture says certain things or what the thought really means. And so... I think moving forward, um, obviously using the foundation of the relationships that we have, um, you know, trying to make all of the ministry that we do about helping students understand scripture. Mm-hmm. under uh, So I'm, we're part of a, a network of churches called the Symbols of God Churches. And our leader uh, is, uh, our superintendent, Doug Clay. He talks about this idea of when you understand scripture, it's like understanding a new language. So if you took a foreign language, um, you know, first, and then after you read the passage, you uh, begin to speak in the passage. And then once you you speak in the language, you you think in the language. And then once you think in the language, if you've taken any sort of foreign language, you know, you begin to dream in the language. Mm. And he kind of makes that connection back to scripture is it's great if we can read it and we need to speak in it. And then once we speak in it, we need to think in it. And then once we think in it, ultimately, the plans and dreams for our lives, we need a dream in it. And so really kind of asking ourselves the question of, are we just reading the Word of God, or are we beginning to let it be the framework for which we kind of live our lives out in? And so moving forward, I know for us, that's the big focus, is how can we engage Scripture really effectively? And how can we help students um, and leaders and just people in general understand that the Word? of God is a framework for how we should live and it's not just some sort of you know book that we can come to for like five minutes in the morning and then just forget about it but it's really the foundation for which we should do everything in our lives and so I know for us going forward especially just watching through how some people are kind of handling this season of life Mm -hmm. really wanting to make sure are we handling it through our own emotions and feelings or are we handling it through the word of God and kind of what he's told us in how we should live
0: Mm, that's so so good. And just uh, for you folks right there, as I was listening to that, you know, a scripture, uh, you know, came to my mind out of Romans 12, uh, 12 2. and it talks about, uh, you know, do not conform any longer to the power in this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's what I really want to hit. And I believe that's what we're trying to accomplish here today is that ministry moving forward is about renewing the mind, even with people, just people. Uh, youth or young adults who are volunteers impacting people, but they have to understand that who they are, you know, what the Bible says, but we have to renew our mind daily. That we have to go back uh, to the source Uh, and that source is Jesus and his word. And another, another scripture, just real quick, that I want to give you folks is even, even in Hebrews four, talks about how the word of God is alive. It's full of power. It's living and active and we want to live it, but we also to want to uh, live it out into our lives, that application—how does that apply to our lives, or how does it apply to our maybe uh, your Bible vocational? How does that apply to ministry, but also how does that apply to uh, your job, or how does this apply to my marriage, or how does how does this apply to friends? And and, and if you're a youth that's watching this, uh, live it out, but also to surround yourself uh, with godly friends, because it says in First Corinthians 15, where it says, you know, bad company corrupts good character. Yeah. So surround yourself with good people that have good character and good morals and live the Bible out. And, 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 and that's, 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 a, I love, I love that, uh, what you just uh, shared about how to apply that, how to read it. Uh, that's some great encouragement for you viewers. So uh, I'm hoping that you would take uh, take note of that. Maybe journal that, or maybe maybe uh, uh, write it down a little bit, so uh, you can uh, maybe start casting vision for your staff, or uh, maybe for your youth, uh, how to how to how to read the Bible, how to apply that for them, uh, because uh, you know they desperately need to learn the truths uh, of the Bible, or the world's going to get them and show them the truth, but we want to give them the truth of God that can set them free. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, man, thank you, Theo, for sharing that. That's a great, uh, a great encouragement uh, for, uh, for us as viewers, even pastors, youth pastors, vo- uh, volunteers, or even maybe you're a young adult uh, leader because, uh, you know, uh, freshmen coming in to college, uh, they need to understand uh, things are going to be changing, uh, their worldview. Uh, they're going to have to be out on their own to make decisions uh, so you want to be there for them, but also you want to be in their corner to show, Hey, this is how you want to read uh, the Bible. So again, uh, Theo, thanks for that great wisdom. And as we conclude here a little bit, folks, uh, I'm going to let Theo uh, give you a word or maybe a verse that he has even some more encouragement. Uh, <laughs> so go ahead, Theo, uh, take it away, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. In, in
1: first Timothy, I've been reading through it as of late and uh Paul talks to, to Timothy towards the end, I think it's chapter five, um, but basically just says, don't neglect the gift that God has given you through the laying on the hands uh, of the, the saints and the, the ministry. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's kind of a, a timidity that some of us have, especially when we're trying to understand like the image that God has given us to yes. really use the gifts that God has placed on our lives. Mm-hmm. And I would just encourage you like Paul to Timothy, uh, don't neglect the gifts that God has given you. And, and train them and use them in an effective way so that the world can see kind of what God can do through us. That the day and age of Christians living timid lives and just kind of waiting for things to happen to them is over. It's time, especially for Gen, Gen Z, those high schoolers and middle schoolers that are listening to this, you are the generation that God is waiting to use um, to change the world. And so I would encourage you, use your gifts, um, embrace your gifts, And come under, like Timothy came under Paul, come under some of that leadership, whether it's Pastor Brian or other leaders in your life, to um, together, cross-generationally, see what God wants to do through you and in you, because I believe you're going to change the world.
0: That's a powerful word. That's encouraging me. That just stirs me up. Uh, Because you guys are the next generation that that can be history makers, uh, kingdom uh, shakers uh, for your schools. So don't look back, rise up and be bold. And, uh, the, and, and even as he was sharing, you know, Second Timothy uh, talks about that you don't have a spirit of timidity or a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And we just want to reiterate that, that, you, that God has disposited uh, gifts. You have a calling. And now it's now more than ever, it's time to rise up and be bold for your schools, be bold for your uh, peers, uh, live out the calling uh, that's right in front of you. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Don't be ashamed of Christ uh, because people need hope. Uh, maybe some pastors can go in, in, in uh, some schools, maybe not, but you are the future that you can be a witness, a light into a dark place into your schools. Uh, so we, we just uh, are, are in your corner. We're cheering you on, uh, from, uh, from a distance. Uh, we love you. We're praying for you. Uh, so I'm going to let, uh, Theo pray for you. I think, uh, maybe you want to break off that spirit of fear. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be uh good, but whatever else you want to pray for, man, uh, you know, go for it. Yeah. Lord, thank
1: you so much for, uh, moments like these where we just get to to be reminded of, of all that you're doing. And God, I thank you for pastor Brian and for the students and leaders that he represents up there. Would you be with them? God, would you give them a spirit of boldness as your word says that we have the Holy spirit so that we can have uh, boldness to proclaim faith and truth. And so I pray that you would, you would give students that that boldness and, and confidence in the way that you've created them and that this season wouldn't just be a, a wash or, or something negative, but that God, you truly would use it for for their good and ultimately for the good of the church. So we love you. We trust you. We thank you for what you're doing in your name.
0: Amen. Amen. There you have it, folks. You get to see a little bit of uh, Theo's heart and passion for this generation uh, to be available, to be present, uh, but most of all to be influence where he's at. Uh, how to really apply uh the Bible really how to uh to use his gifts, but also pass those gifts on to the next uh generation, so they can be followers and disciples of Jesus. they can be bold wherever they're uh wherever they go whether they're going to school whether they're going to college, but to rise up and be bold and he's just going to be an influencer he's going to be an encourager, and i'm excited to see uh you know what's uh what's going to be happening in Arizona. I'm excited maybe we'll have them on in the future uh, here and in in, back in the fall or maybe the winter just to see, you know, what's going on uh, as well as we keep in touch. But, folks, uh, we're praying for you. We love you. We love you guys. Uh, we're in your corner. Uh, and until next time, you guys have a, a great rest of your day. Sorry for some of the other technical difficulty. Uh, but apply these truths of what Theo uh, said uh, to you. Uh, apply them to your heart. Uh, and soul, and mind, and be refreshed, uh, and be blessed. Uh, So until next time, God bless you all. We love you, and uh, have a great rest of your Saturday. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.